0: Hello, welcome back to the Wire podcast. I am your host Ryan McCreary and today I'm going to continue my series that I started recently, where I'm where I'm analyzing some of the top players in the NBA to try to determine who the best player in the league actually is. Um, I'm doing this on my website and on my podcast. Uh, last episode I did Damian Lillard. That was he was the first player I broke down. Um, I'm gonna be. Uh, like I mentioned in that podcast, um, I'm going to be breaking down 11 total players using my, my philosophy, which I outlined in the first episode, um, and, and mainly my philosophy or, or how I'm breaking down these players look, is by looking at their, um, their their performance from the last three regular seasons and playoffs, looking at their production and their impact using stats, advanced data, um looking at their portability, how they fit or how would they how they would translate to different teams, different offenses, different defenses. Just basically Like, how, how portable are they? Like, how well would they fit on different rosters in different situations? And then, looking at their championship equity, um, you know, can they lead a team to the playoff, or to the championship as the best player, um, and, and, and because those players that can do that are going to rank higher on my list, um, but I'm also looking at players who, who help raise the ceilings of good teams, Um, because I just really don't care about floor raisers. Uh, Raising a team's floor... It's cool, it, it, it's nice to see, but it's nowhere near as valuable as raising the ceiling of a team, in my opinion. Um, so I, I want players who are productive, impactful, have been for the last three years, and raise the ceiling of a team. Make good teams great. That's what I look for in this series. Um, but today, I'm going to be breaking down Anthony Davis' profile. I already did this on my website, but I want to talk about it on my podcast, just give some extra thoughts on it. Because I think it's interesting. So here's here is uh, Anthony Davis's profile. Let's look at it. So Anthony Davis is 28. He's 6'10, 254 pounds, with a 7'6 wingspan. He's a power forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, there are charts on on my article on my website uh, that you won't be able to see on this podcast. Uh, so go check that out. And check that out if you want to see them, um and then here are his stats, so this season, this season for the 2020-2021 season, per 100 possessions, 80 averaged, 32.9 points, 12 rebounds, 4.6 assists, 1.9 steals, 2.5 blocks, he shot 53.6% from 2, 26% from 3, from the free throw line, and he had a true shooting percentage of 55.6%. Now here are his impact metrics. He had an OBPM of 2.9, a DBPM of 1.6, a BPM of 4.5, which ranked 12th in the league. He had a back picks BPM of 2.9, an RPM of 1.85, which ranked 18th, a Raptor of 4.1, which ranked 16th, a LeBron of 3.51, which ranked 14th, and a Crafted PM of 3.83, which ranked 13th. Now, the the numbers and the metrics I just laid out there, um, these basically measure a player's impact per 100 possessions, basically how many points is a player worth to their team, per 100 possessions. This is just advanced... advanced. Sti- sti- wow, I can't talk. These are advanced statistics uh, that measure a player's impact. Um, some do a better job than others, uh, but I think all these have, have value um, in some way or another. Now, here are his playoff stats for this season. So, per 100 possessions in the playoffs this year, he averaged 30.9 points, 11.7 rebounds, 4.6 assists, steals, 2.8 blocks, he shot 45.1% from uh, 2, 18.2% from 3, 83.3% from the free throw line, and he had a true shooting percentage of 54.1%. So, as you can see, he got worse in the playoffs this year, Um, really did not play well in the playoffs. Um, Let's look at his impact metrics in the playoffs, he had an OBPM of 3.2, a DBPM of 2.8, and a BPM of 6. Also had a picks BPM of 2.4. Some metrics are not included due to the lack of measurements. Um, so this year, he struggled. Uh, he struggled a lot because he dealt with injury, uh, didn't play great in the regular season, played pretty poorly in the playoffs. Um, and according to BPM, let's look at his BPM, so in the, in the regular season, he had a box plus minus of 4.5, and in the playoffs, he had a a box plus minus of 6. Uh, in the regular season, he had a backpicks BPM of 2.9, in the playoffs, he had a backpicks BPM of 2.4, um, so he got worse in the playoffs, um, really, really struggled this season, this was not a great year for him. Uh, but let's take a look at his multi-year regular season and playoff performance because this shines. A, this just gives more context, and I like to look at this because looking at one season of data, um, that's a small sample size, and things can get noisy if you're just going to look at what the player, what a player did this past season. Uh, because Anthony Davis was really good the last three years. And I want to take a look at that. So from 2019 to 2021, in the regular season, per 100 possessions, Anthony Davis averaged 35, 35.5 points, 14.1 rebounds, 4.9 assists, 2.1 steals, 3.1 blocks, he shot 54.4% from 2, 31.5% from 3, and 80.7% from the free throw line. He also had a true shooting percentage of 59.3%. And in the regular season, here were his impact metrics. He had an OBPM of of 5.5, a DBPM of 2.2, and a BPM of 7.7, also had a LeBron of 4.72, um, and, and like, like earlier, some metrics are not included due to the lack of multi-year measurements, um, and in the playoffs during this time, per 100 possessions from 2018 to 2021, he averaged 36.1 points, 13.7 rebounds, 3.9 assists, 1.8 steals, 2.3 blocks, and he shot two. Or he sorry, he shot 57.3% from two, 33.3% from three, and 83.2% from the free throw line. Uh, he also had a true shooting percentage of 62.6%. Looking at his impact metrics uh, in the playoffs, he had an offensive box plus-minus of 5.3, a defensive box plus-minus of 2, and a box plus-minus of 7.3. Also had a LeBron of 6.45, so really good numbers in the playoffs. Um, Now, let's break down what these numbers mean um, and, and just... You know, I want to give my thoughts on the numbers we just, we just uh, went over, I just laid out for you. Um, and I want to break down the graphs that I, I included in my article. So Anthony Davis is an incredible player. Um, he, he's dominant on both ends of the floor. He's an amazing defender, and that's probably his biggest strength. Um, he's an excellent defender. He's mobile. He's huge. I mean, he's 6'10 with a 7'6 wingspan, um, which is incredible. Man, that length is unreal. Um, but he's super mobile. He's got excellent size. Uh, and this allows him to be effective as both an interior and perimeter defender. Um, he's super versatile. Um, and, and that is great because that allows him to be impactful as a defender in the playoffs. Um, his defense is so good, um, and, and it's so good that he is consistently one of the best defenders in the league. Over the last three seasons, he has a D-Lebron of 3.01, which ranks 9th among players who have played at least 5,500 minutes during that time. According to Lebron, he is near Giannis Antetokounmpo, Rudy Gobert, and Draymond Green in terms of defensive impact. That's great company. He's a very productive defender as well, ranking in the 94th percentile in stock rate this season. Um, Now, defensive reduction, I must admit, does not equate to good defense. Um, But the fact that Davis is productive and impactful as a defender is extremely impressive. Now, Davis isn't as polished Offensively, uh, but he's still really good on that end over the last three seasons He averaged 35.5 points and 4.9 assists per 100 with a true shooting percentage of 59.3% he also had an assist rate of 16.8% which is really good for a big man Um, But he's not an elite offensive player and here's why Um, he's just not an ultra efficient scorer Um, It's very well known that AD refuses to play center, um, and he likes to play outside of the paint. But this has negatively impacted his scoring efficiency. This season, Davis ranked in the 47th percentile in scoring efficiency. That's really odd for someone who is 6'10", has a 7'6 wingspan, and shoots 78.5% around the rim. The reason why his efficiency is below average is because he likes to take a lot of mid-range shots, and he isn't a good three-point shooter. I mean, this season, he ranked in the 21st percentile in spacing, so he's not providing much spacing at all. Um, Another issue, now. hold on. It isn't a bad thing. that he he wants to be a versatile offensive player. But the fact that it's negatively affecting his efficiency is, if he could improve as a three-point shooter, that would go a long way in improving his offensive skill set. Another issue with Anthony Davis that might cause other people uh, to think less of him is how he played this season. And I I mentioned this earlier, he played just 36 games due to injury, and his production slipped as a result. In 2020, he had a BPM of 8, but this year, he had a BPM of 4.5. This means he went from an MVP candidate to just an all-star caliber player. That's a pretty big drop off. Nevertheless, his play over the last 3 seasons more than makes up for it in my opinion. From 2019 to 2021, he had a BPM of 7.7, which means he was playing like a borderline MVP candidate. The biggest reason why I'm really high on Anthony Davis is how well he plays in the postseason. From 2018 to 2021, his production improved in the playoffs, um, as well as his impact metrics. During his last three playoff runs, Davis was more efficient than he was in the regular season, and his LeBron increased from 4.72 to 6.45. This pattern of improvement from the regular season to the playoffs is great to see. Since Anthony Davis isn't an elite offensive player, I'm unsure that he could be the best player on a championship winning team. However, we know for a fact that he can be an elite second option for a title winner, which he was for the Lakers last season, not this past season, but the year before. It is undeniable that he struggled this season. And that that will hurt him a little bit in my my final rankings because I I, I put more weight in what happened recently. Um, But his previous two years of data and the fact that he was injured this season makes me comfortable betting on him moving forward. Anthony Davis is simply a special player um, whose two-way dominance makes him a prime candidate for any team looking for a star-level second option. His underwhelming efficiency as a scorer will keep him from ever being the best player on a championship-winning team, in my opinion, but his defensive versatility, above-average passing for a big man, and improved performance in the playoffs makes him a top-ten player in the NBA. Uh, Thank thank you all for watching and listening to this I hope y'all enjoyed it Uh, let me know what your thoughts are on Anthony Davis Um, you can tell me your thoughts down in the comment section on YouTube you can also hit me up on social media at the Ryan McCrary that's the R-Y-A-N M-C-C R-A-R-Y that's my handle on both Instagram and Twitter Um, if you enjoyed this please uh, rate this podcast on on Apple Podcast that would mean a lot to me that would help me out a lot and if you want to see more content from, from me at The Wire, you can go to our website at thewiresports.com. You can also check out our audio or video, uh, parts of this podcast on YouTube at The Wire and on Spotify and Apple Podcast, um, at The Wire Podcast. But yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this. Um, I'm going to be continuing this series, um, until the season, next season begins. I hope y'all enjoyed this and I will see y'all next time. Peace.